Are you, oh, we're going. <laughs> and we're live. And he. Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. I'm eating some almonds right now. Welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. I have a little bit of a nut medley right in front of me. Giddy <laughs> up. Nutty. Giddy up. We have a fun-filled podcast for you today. We get to interview our gal, Julia Hansen. Woo! Soon to be black. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Julia changing. Black. That's I weird. like that. It's so weird. It is really weird, huh? Everything is, this, is yeah. my... When is uh, the wedding date? September 24th. Oh. Can't wait. We're almost at four months. Can I be oh, the gosh. flower girl? Yeah, you can walk down with Cash's uh, two-year-old niece. Oh, so, oh, I'll pull, I can pull her in like a wagon. <laughs> I'm like, there's a flower woman and a flower let's, girl. Let's put, make it horse themed. I can push her down in a wheelbarrow. Oh, she would love that. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but before we get to Cash, we want to get into your, uh, yeah, yes, no, Julia, <laughs> no, um, we starting off. Because I love this story. But who is your equestrian crush? Immediately Carl Cook. Well, okay. Tell the story, though. I was Tell the say, story. Now, oh, do you want to actually start? Because you've been riding a little. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. You've been riding since you were eight years old. Mm-hmm. Growing up in the equestrian world, mm-hmm. Carl Cook was was an icon. He's still an icon. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's, he's still a really big deal. Um, remember, but growing up. Yeah. I remember all of you gals talking about Carl Cook all the time. Now, when did you meet him? I had to have been probably 13, 14. I'm prime pirate shirt Julia. I mean, I am. Will you please explain what uh, pirate shirt Julia is? And we need to we need to find a pic and share it on we will, social. But uh, paint the picture. Remember, this is audio. It was the days where you have the really ill-fitting... Like, rat catchers, they were called. Yes. The, oh my gosh. The, and you had to get them embroidered. Have a what were they called? Rat, rat catchers. catchers. Why R-A-T? did they call them that? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't know the origins of that, but as your resident tack and equestrian clothing expert, expert. I can confirm that was. Rat catchers. I forgot. Mm-hmm. And they were the stiffest. They were like men's dress shirts. It was yes, awful. That's exactly what it was. They were men's dress shirts. And then you had that separate collar you had mm-hmm. to put over it, it would with choke a pin you. or embroidery. Yes. It was in those days. We didn't have you like would get, stretchy fabric. We didn't. It was starched. Yeah, horrible. Rough on the skin. Everything about it was and bad. And I was so long, but so skinny that I would have to get a bigger size to like go th- down to my wrists properly. So when I would ride, that bad boy would blow up like a sail. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked. We called it pirate shirt Julia because I looked like you know pirates have those white kind of. Yeah, really yeah, you know, you're, you're doing a good job painting that yeah. picture. So that was what I had. I had that with really tight because my waist was small. So I had. We get it. She was skinny. I was really, it's like a model. <laughs> <laughs> I was built like a stick, but in the most awkward way. So I was at South Point and Carl Cook at this time was the first Grand Prix writer I had seen that was younger. And I was like, who is that man? That boy. I was 14. I'm like, oh, we're really close in age. Like, it's easy. It's like, we're the same person, basically. So I go up to him in the warm up arena. <laughs> oh, just a straight approach. Straight up. Oh. It's me on my off the track thoroughbred Charlie. I'm doing the two three hunters. Mm. I 
I'm in ill-fitting boots. I walk up to him in my getup, and I remember he had, like, lost a bet or something. So he had a shaved mohawk, and he was on his horse just walking. No helmet how old are, How old were you? I'm probably 14, okay. 13 or 14. And he's got to be, like, early 20s, I would say. Yeah, maybe. He's younger than me, I think, so, but not by much, so. There was probably, like, a six to seven year maybe age difference. difference between him and I and I remember just seeing him all week and I was like here's my shot the good lord's given me this man and tomorrow Farina and I'm gonna go up to him so I walk up on my thoroughbred and I'm like let's see his mohawk and I go I like your haircut looks good oh and I and then he looks at me and I remember this he was kind of like oh, oh thanks and I was like you're welcome and I walked away <laughs> I went back to the bar and I told all the girls, I was like, ladies, guess what? Just guess who's getting him. married? Uh, and I told them, I was like, yeah, I went up to him. And I remember even my mom was, you did that? You went up to him and told him that? And I was like, yeah, equestrian to equestrian. <laughs> we used to do at, in Las Vegas, there was a big uh, show arena at the South Point. So it's actually on the far end of the strip. So South Point is where they have like a lot of the big competitions. So this was taking place. Who is now? My future brother-in-law is the GM of South Point, which is so crazy to me, too, of looking back on that pivotal moment in my riding career. Full circle. (laughs) But we used to do, at the horse show, we would do these um, almost like pep rallies. It was barn competition Barn competition pep rally. And so everyone would dress in their barn colors. And it was truly like whoever would scream and yell the most. And I remember um, Julia and her sister, Katie, (laughs) they were both really into Carl Cook. And so when Carl Cook would go compete, they would be just screaming at the top of their lungs. I remember JC, my husband, he would be like, who is that Carl Cook guy? I feel like this episode is going to be now renamed the Carl Cook episode. Julia's crush, crush, (laughs) Carl Cook. Um, Moving on, because while Carl Cook is fun to talk about, what's more fun to talk about is your future husband, (laughs) Cash Black. Now you met, was it over two years ago during during the pandemic, right? Like straight up in the middle of it. You set the scene of how you met. Because did you meet, did you meet online? We met on a dating app and then- What was the dating app? Hinge. Oh, Ooh. wait. Kind of what's the difference? Like what's the difference between Hinge and Tinder? Tinder definitely has like a more sleazy. Okay, so Hinge is for classy. Hinge is, hinge is like classy marriage. I'm looking for quality. Okay, longevity. So, so you all, you meet, you go on a date. Now, was it mask only at this time? Yeah, straight up mask. Restaurants were twenty percent capacity. Okay, so it was prime COVID. Wasn't your first dinner date a steakhouse? No, that was our second. Our first one was Sushi Fever. Sushi Fever. Okay, so you show up. You're both in masks. And I was... So some backstory. Cash is the worst at texting and communicating in general. So he had reached out to me and he was like, I want to take you out to dinner on Wednesday. And I'm like, cool, that sounds good. He's like, Sushi Fever, 7 p.m. Okay. In my head, I'm waiting for him to follow up that day, something still on, or I'll see you there. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm like, is is he going to stand me up? I don't know if he's there. Where's he going to sit? It's weird with COVID anyways. I was going to not go because I was nervous. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to text him though. And everyone's like, you need to go. That's rude. So I show up and he doesn't tell me if he's there or not. I walk in and I see him and his mask's off. He's sitting down. My mask is on, but I don't know how to greet him. So I go for a handshake and he's going (laughs) for a hug. 
And then I'm like, oh, this is so weird. And then I did that half hug thing. And we sit down and I was just like, this is not a good start. This is going to be terrible. It was just so uncomfortable. And I talked the whole time. I was really nervous. And then we went on a second date and everything was good. Yeah. We're and that was married. so your second date. Um, Ranch house. The ra- okay. So right that's by right the by the barn. Okay. So wedding date coming up mm-hmm. uh, in September. So, but one thing that I like about Cash is Cash is not only um, an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I would say, but he is also a musician mm-hmm. and also a fellow equestrian. Now he is yes. on the dark side. He is on the Western side of riding, mm-hmm. but Molly, you actually had a, a pretty good question. I thought this was this came from Molly. This did not come from me, so I'm, I'm tossing it to her. As far as, you know, obviously you guys both have your horses. We see your little Instagram posts. You guys are out on trail rides, mm-hmm. you know, whole thing. What, if anything, has Cash taught you about horses and different things and kind of how to look at things or a skill in, you know, the riding may not translate all the way, but about horses in general, what has Cash taught you and what have you taught Cash? I would say cash reminds me that they're horses, not glass objects or totally kids. They're a barn animal. It's a farm animal. Yeah. That's it. He's like, they're, they're horses. They live in the wild. They survive. Like you don't always need to do all this random stuff to them. So that's definitely been <laughs> something that he makes fun of me for too. Uh, and all his friends. Because I will say Julia is insane with her horses. Um, <laughs> I, I have so much respect for the amount of care that you put into your horses. Um, you know everything mm-hmm. from basic maintenance to what Shooting. to... Yeah, you you know a ton. You have great horsemanship skills and you do, you take care of them. But with Cash, I bet you've taught him a couple of things. Oh, I've done. <laughs> Are his horses getting ice boots yet? No. No. He, he can't like get over there. my dead body. I tried to get... He's going on a big, long ride he's part of this kind of cowboy group I would say and I'm like do you need butte do you want to take my butte yeah they should butte him at night but he his friends already bring a butte so he's he has he's covered but I was like do you want butte do you wrap your horse do you put on shipping boots and he's like no yeah none of that his trailer is from like the 1960s (laughs) I said no I'm serious and but my horse wouldn't even fit in it he's just very much like you so know. maybe you guys will rub off on each other and meet a little in the middle. Oh, Hollister, his horse has already... Hollister. <laughs> he didn't name him. He's from Hollister, California. That's how he got his name. Not the clothing attire? I was like, was it like an <laughs> like Abercrombie the, thing? The surfer Hollister? boy vibe? Because um, I was like, do you get that a lot? He's like, no. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just that reminder. It's very much West. Like I'm getting some Western, you know, Western. They just kind of throw you on the horse and they're like, good luck. Have at it. Figure out. So that's something definitely... Now, back to wedding planning. What is your favorite thing about planning a wedding right now? My favorite thing was the tasting. The tasting? So what what, what did you guys taste? Oh, what'd you Laura, pick? what didn't we taste? Well, what'd I you bet- pick? We, well, we everything we tasted, we picked. But anyways, we tasted some hors d'oeuvres, um, shrimp cocktail, a little dynamite shrimp. It came in a tiny little Chinese to-go box. Oh, with that's a tiny cute. Fork. Oh, that's oh, really that cute. Stuff like Extra. that. Okay, but okay, okay, okay. So you like the you like the food. The you like the for food. Sure the highlight. And then now, what's your least favorite? Ugh, it was gathering all the addresses and just organizing that the list. Did you have a hearty wedding? Yes, we're we're over three hundred. Oh boy. Oh, that's painful, Julia. Uh, yeah. You could have Uno. 
Oh, yeah, but Lynn said no. Lynn was like, I will have that big wedding. <laughs> Get rid of that horse. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I do know this the will- seating chart that I heard that's going to be the worst part. Which I'm not looking forward to. I had a pretty, I had, uh, gosh, around like a hundred. So it was obviously. That's still a big wedding. Yeah. I mean, but I felt like I was also, well, the thing was I was your age, but I also put it in, I, I let the wedding planner do a lot. And See, I thought the wedding planner would be doing more. They of, don't do anything. I was, I, like. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. They're going to handle the invite, do all that. Mm-mm. Oh, see. That was a mom. I told them mm. that I wanted uh, black and white. That was my wedding theme, just to keep it really simple. Nice. It's classic, too. Yeah, black and white. And I was like, you do the rest. That's all I want to. See you later. I'll be there want, on the day. Okay. Moving on from wedding planning into career mode because you have quite the big announcement. You just got a new job. I did. I am officially an account manager with Econ. It's an influencer marketing agency based in Paris, France. Julia in Paris. Julia in Paris. I want to be going to Paris for training once I start um, and working with some really cool travel and fashion and beauty brands. So I'm really excited for that. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's so cool. Okay. Mal, you go. How do you see, this is something that obviously I've had to navigate and can be challenging. Mm -hmm. How do you see as you're getting married, you're going to start thinking about having kids. How do you see that impacting your life at the barn and your goals with writing? That's definitely one that I'm starting to think about. Um, You know, it also changes the aspect of safety. Like we talked about this. She's going to get a air vest. (laughs) I'm getting (laughs) a vest. Um, You know, it's, it's, Something that I know will have to take a break or a back burner for a bit. I'll always have Pico, um, but you know, obviously that'll be different. But I, are you saying take it back once you have kids? Yeah, I mean, I still want to ride and everything, but I'm sure towards the end of my pregnancy, in the beginning, I'll have to at least Pico out or put him somewhere else, or you know, kind of mm-hmm. pause there. Yep. But definitely something I want to stick with, get back to, continue on with. Some of my best memories were being young. Yeah, barn and having that. And I even look at the young kids at the barn that like, where else do you get that experience? No, it's amazing. It's like one of the only places you can kind of just like, I call it turn out. I'm like, all right, here you go. Like we're fenced off. Go ahead. Have at it. Run around, do whatever. Well, that's the thing. It's that's so special. And especially now you don't really see that. And it's a lot of kids with iPads and they've never even been out at a barn or seen a horse or, you know, I I think that'll be that'll be a fun next chapter. It's good. It's hard to navigate at times, but it it'll work itself yeah. out. Okay. So if you were not working now at this killer agency and you had a career in the horse world, what would you do? For sure have my own barn. I'd be a trainer. You'd be a trainer. I would. Oh, it's so hard. I know. It's hard, but the thing is, like, this gal's good. I love, I, she's giving I, me some pole lessons. I would <laughs> see. I like being able to teach. The and, teaching is the easy part. I know, but everything. But I really, you know, I'm good at multitasking. I love being at. You're the organized. Show all day. I understand what that would entail, and like, I'd be down. Like, I even say later on in life, perhaps one day. Do you know that I? I. I. I think about this a lot for you, Julia, is that you're making all the the right career moves and you're you've done a lot with your life already at 25. See, I remembered your age <laughs> at 25 and you've accomplished so much. And, you know, you take that moment and you look back on everything. But there's always this piece of me with you. And I've known you since you've been 
you know, 12 years old, that I see that you're very good with the horses. You're very good with animals. I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but it's chickens. Yeah. Chickens. (laughs) But, but I, I do look at like one day of you, I still have that vision of you actually having your own barn. And I have that vision of you training and you having like kids running around the barn. I mean, I see a lot of that in you. And that's just one thing I, I do think about. Um, and it's not, I don't know, that's just something, I, you know, you and I have been friends for so long that I, mm-hmm. I sometimes think about well, that. Well, even Cash's family was like, she wants to be in horses. Let her do it. And it's like, well, we're not there yet. We need to make a little bit more money, have a little bit more, you know, set up before. But even Cash has said, I think eventually yeah, you're going to get back to that and that's going to be. Well, and you're going to you know, experience something so new to you when you do decide to have a baby. Oh, yeah. It's going to change your outlook on how you work, when you work, how you want to uh-huh. work. It The dynamic shifts immediately. Yeah. So it's, it is one of those things where certain jobs in the horse world can give you, even though you're working your ass off, can give you a little bit of, like, most of the time your kid can come. Oh, yeah. They probably love it. Yeah. And I mean, you have somebody help you or whatever, but it, That'll be one thing that'll... You have a lot of pivotal moments coming up in your life, Julia. I'm like, yeah. woo, 20 okay, past. But, um, funny stuff. Yeah. Okay. Miles. So let's do a little would you rather. Oh, I love this. My would you game. rather jump a meter 60 oxer? Okay. I'm going oxer. Okay. With no stirrups. Okay. Or walk down the aisle topless. <laughs> Am I in the church? Yes. Yes. The Catholic church? Yes. Made her 60. Yeah, I yeah, yeah so. come on. Yeah. The Catholic Church That's already easy. doesn't like me. Yeah. yeah you, I can't go there topless. You got in by the skin of your teeth. I got in because Cash is a good Catholic on paper, is what the priest told me. <laughs> oh, so straight up. Just yeah, straight up. You. He was like, Mm-mm. He's like, you? Mm, no, but. Mm, okay. Because of him. What are your goals um, for your riding career? Let's talk Uno. In an ideal world. Let's do ideal world. Let's ideal do that. Ideal world. I would love to take that bad boy in some big classes, take him in the GP. I've never felt that way ever. I was like, that's not my thing. But being on him and just learning about the bigger jumps and having mm-hmm. that caliber of horse, that'd be fun. That's what he wants to do. That's you know what he was made for. So that would be an ideal world situation. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's see. How did you find the horses that you've had in your life? We know how Uno kind of came. Charlie. So, give give a little like elevator pitch of how you found from Charlie on. So Charlie Buddha. Let me see if I can actually do Charlie Buddha, Pico Uno. Yeah. Well, just to throw it out there, and Blake, my first horse, I found on some random website, um, and I was ten. And I showed my dad, and we went and tried it by ourselves. Horse, you are the yeah, that's the so, This horse taught me how to emergency stop by just taking off with me so much. E brake into the rail. I I just learned how to pulley rein right into the rail. I jumped off, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, huh, "That was so weird that he did that." <laughs> then it just kept happening. So, anyways, that's a life skill, though. Oh yeah, he, kids don't that know pulley rein now more than I can even like from all my horses in the most dangerous way. 
<laughs> if you didn't grow up riding thoroughbreds that would just bolt off at the oh, drop yeah. of See, a hat. That, I think that's why I do well skills. with naughty horses. I, I grew up on some of the rankest <laughs> horses. So I had that horse. Um, we got two off-the-track thoroughbreds initially. They were both very pretty good boys. Uh, one, though, when he would buck me off, he would try to fight other horses in the arena. So Sounds he would fun for the other riders. get loose and chase after whatever horse was around him. The other horse would dump the kid, and then they'd fight in the arena, I swear to God. That horse would rear up and strike at me in the stall. He didn't last very long. After that, my dad was, listen, Julia, I think we should put some money into something for you and your safety. Then I got uh, my show horse, Buddha, who's my ex horse. He was great, amazing. And um, Pico kind of fell into my lap. I had a show lease on him, and I loved him. And that's how I got him. He's a weird horse, but I love him. So <laughs> taught me a lot. <laughs> and then Uno. And then Uno was imported. My sister imported him. He had, he needed some extra help. I took him over and here we are. Okay. We're going to round off with some, two more questions. What is your favorite horse show to attend? Ooh. I'd say Temecula. Temecula. Okay. Good vibe. It's because the sushi. The, that tent, that VIP tent. That VIP tent. I love it. It's, it's the good. only one that's oh worth it. Oh, my gosh. And the smoothies. It's oh. just so nice right there. It's a big enough yet small enough show. You know, yep. like it's a good, it's not like thermal where you're. So Temecula, out. California for all those East yeah. Coast listeners. Yes. Jump Knee. That's where I just came Jump back knee. from. Ooh, we get to go back and play Guess My Smoothie soon. Yeah, Julia has a game where she goes into the <laughs> VIP and makes a different smoothie every single day. And then she forces you to drink it and guess what's in it. What fruit? Everything. I always miss the pineapple. Yeah. It's okay. a great game. Now, uh, last question, my friend. What is your dream horse show to attend? Ooh, I would love to go to WEF. I think that would be so fun. My sister was out in Florida the hits show in Florida, Ocala. Ocala. She was there and she was like, Florida alone for horses is unreal. It's like Disneyland. It's insane. Like, so, and I've never been East coast to show or grass mm -hmm. that and just the properties. I see pictures and I'm like, that is the barns I'm. are like mansion yes. houses. So high end. Gorgeous. You walk into like you're in Wellington, you walk into Dunkin' Donuts, for example, there's 10 people in there. Nine of them are in breaches. I've never been anywhere where it's so concentrated an yeah. entire city and an entire economy revolves around this it's amazing oh, yeah well and even katie had said it's basically just barns and horse properties kind of out in that area yeah. right it's almost no regular houses yeah you, you go to try horses and it's farm to farm to farm to farm like you just drive down the street and mm -hmm. it's all top-notch super high like out farms. of a magazine wild it's yeah. wild the white barn uh, that's what I'm, I'm like, amazing oh. yeah totally they have like orchids growing out of the palm trees they like plant them <laughs> it's the most insane thing you've ever seen we're like is that an orchid growing out of the trunk <laughs> is that a new but they do they make them these little nests and it's it's the wildest thing ever yeah that's that's really. a dream right there I well, see we're a gonna lot. make that happen yeah. <laughs> and that, oh my god you guys said yes me that is it and that's how we're closing this podcast <laughs> is with sending Julia to Wellington. It's your wedding gift. We're going to eat this. Literally, you have a flight later on today. You're leaving Uno, tonight. Uno is already <laughs> headed out there. You're going right Back now. Back in the town gave me a full new riding they did. closet. Yes. Yep. They did. Mm -hmm. um, that was fun, Julia. 
That was we great. are. We're really excited for you. Yeah, All these big moves. And we're going to, you moves. know what? You know what we should do though is we should live stream your wedding. Oh my God. For the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Can we please? Stay tuned on that. <laughs> um, new episodes every Tuesday. You can find us on all social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube once we actually start posting the videos. <laughs> we have the account. We do have We're the ready. account. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready soon. Um, carry on. Giddy up. Giddy up.